Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you very Amen. much, uh, Pastor Claudie. I give God praise and I exalt his name. May his name be exalted forever in the name of Jesus. I just want us to pray before we continue. I want you to talk to God again and say, Lord, let there be word. Let me have your word today. Let me have your word today. Let there be your word for me today. I want us to talk to God. My Father, my God, in the name of Jesus, I want to have your word today. Let there be your word for me today in the name of Jesus. Let your word come forth unto me today in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, I have no power of my own. I depend on you, Holy Spirit. Come and take over. Come and do the will of the Father today in the name of Jesus. My Father, I pray that your power be present in everywhere that, it, that we have hooked up, O oh Lord, to this service to accomplish your purpose in all our individual lives in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come and take control. Have your way, Lord, and let your word, my Father, mix with our faith as we hear in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Today, we shall be looking at the word that God put in my heart. And it's centered on growth. It's centered on growth. I know my brother, my brother Pastor Claudie, was mentioning that. It's centered on growth. As children of God, God expects us to grow. He expects us to move from being born again to being a baby and also to being matured in the Lord. Praise the Lord. He wants us to grow. If we are in the same state in spiritual matters we are yesterday or two days ago and we have not moved ahead, it is not uh, what God wants from us. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is not what God wants from us. God wants us to move into perfection. To move into perfection. As we listen to the word of God daily, as we attend services daily, God sends words to us. God teaches us new things. God convinces us of matters. And as a result of that, he wants us to move from where we are to the next level. That is to say, the word of God says, come up hither. Move out of that low level you are in spiritual matters and move up to the higher level. That is what God is telling us. Praise the Lord. 
I will read our first text from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are changed from we are changed from one stage of glory to another. That is to say, when we behold our ourselves in the word of God, as in a glass, we are changed from one stage of glory to another. It is glorious. It is a matter of glory when we move from one level of spirituality to a higher level. It is glorious. Praise the Lord. When we move from one level of spirituality to a higher level, the Bible calls it glorious. Let somebody shout hallelujah. It is often with so many of us, we are comfortable with the level of spirituality that we are. That is to say, so many of us want to remain in that level of being a baby that is not able to take solid food, but that depends on milk. So many of us want to remain in that stage where we, where, we are, where we are to be taught all the days of our life, not to arrive to that level of which we need to be teachers. Amen. So many of us have been long in, in the Lord, but our level in the things of God are still like those who are born again yesterday. But God wants us to move to a higher level. God wants us to move to a higher level. Let somebody shout hallelujah. It often seems and notice among Christians that we are lacking in one area of our life or the other. That is perfection. God wants us to move to a level of perfection. What I'm trying to say here is some of us what they did our definition of being born again is we no longer lie or we no longer commit adultery and that one is okay for us any other thing we don't want to we don't want to move we just want to remain at that level praise the lord meanwhile outside this we still backbite outside this we are not preaching the gospel outside this we are selfish. We don't want to see all these other areas. You know, we just want to, uh, we just want to depend on that yesterday victory and remain there. That is not what God wants for us. God wants us to move to the next level. Praise the Lord. If we look at the life of Abraham, if we look at the life of Abraham, you will understand that in Genesis, in, Ge in Genesis chapter 15, in Genesis chapter 15, Abra in Genesis chapter 15, Abraham was said to have believed God. 
That is to say, Abraham, you know, passed the test of faith and he, by believing God. Abraham chapter 15, verse 6. Abraham, I mean, sorry, Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. And it was counted to him for righteousness. We can also see this in Romans chapter 4, verse 3. He believed the Lord. He had an encounter with the Lord, and it was confirmed that Abraham was righteous that Abraham was righteous. But Abraham's righteousness, the level of, that level Abraham is for his righteousness is not where God wants him to be. God wants him to move to a higher level. That is why in Genesis chapter 17, in Genesis chapter 17, verses 1 and 2, Genesis chapter 17, verses 1 and 2. God told Abraham, And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Praise the Lord. That is to say, the level Abraham was in Genesis chapter, in Genesis chapter uh, 15, in Genesis chapter 15, that level Abraham was, yes, it was a starting point of what God is going to do. I would say that is, the, that is the bet of what God was going to do in the life of Abraham. But in Genesis chapter 17, God was making Abraham to know that level is not sufficient. You have to be perfect. You have to be perfect. Praise the Lord. You have to be perfect. What I'm saying this morning is that that is the call unto so many of us, unto every one of us that have given our life to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We cannot remain in the same position. We will have to move ahead. We have to move to perfection. Praise the Lord. That is what God is expecting from every one of us, to move into perfection, to, to move. You see, the Bible tells us in, uh, in, uh, in Philippians chapter 3, praise the Lord, in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, say, as we behold ourselves, as we behold ourselves in the mirror or in the glass, we begin to change from one glory to another. That is to say, we, we are changed because of the word we heard, because of the message we heard. You see, as we begin to see ourselves in the world, we are supposed to change. As you hear the word of God daily, that word of God must bring changes in your life must make you to move to a higher understanding or to move to, a high, to move to a higher level of commitment. That is what the word of God is telling each and every one of us. Amen. God does not want us to remain 
in the fundamentals or in that level where we became born again. He wants us to move ahead like he, has, like he told Abraham. He wants us to grow into maturity, even to aspire like Paul said. Paul said in Philippians chapter two, uh, 3 from verses uh, 12 and 14. You see, he wants us to aspire higher level in spirituality as Paul did. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 verse 12. Not as though I had already attained, either we are already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I'm apprehended for, Jesus, for Christ Jesus. With the level of Paul, when he was writing, he was still aspiring. He still wants to grow. He still is still longing. He's still stretching. Like he said, he said, I forget the things that are in the past. I reach for things that are before. Praise the Lord. God wants us to aspire in spiritual matters and reach for things that are before, not to rely on our, on our yesterday success, but to reach forward for the things that are before. In verse 13, he says, Brethren, I caught, I'm reading Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. That is to say, there are always things, spiritually levels that we need to attain. That is what we should, uh, that is what we should put our effort in. That is what we should look onto, but not to say yes, you know, so many of us are fond of telling the story of how we became born again. It is good. Some of us are fond of telling the story of what we did, how we prayed, how we went to the mountain, how we did all that. That is yesterday. What is before you now <clears throat> that the Lord <clears throat> is putting before you so that you can move into perfection? We often glory in yesterday achievement and not reaching for those things which are before. We are almost always satisfied with our level of Christianity and our level of growth in the Lord, not to go further. But God wants us to be what? To be perfect. Praise the Lord. Paul also said in that same Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, that's Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. He said, that I may know him. These are his aspirations. These are the things that are before Paul that are not behind him. That is to say, for us to know Jesus more and more. For us to know Jesus more and more. To so many of us, our knowledge about Jesus is limited. And that is why the devil is catching on that, you know, to, 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 to catch on our ignorance. So here Paul said, one of my aspirations, which Paul has made it clear to us, is that, that I might know him. So many of us will ask this question. 
with all the level of miracle that we have performed by Paul, with all the epistles that Paul has written about Jesus. What is this that Paul is saying? That I might know him. That is his aspiration, that he has not known him enough. He has not known him enough. And look at what he says as he continues. And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable into his death. Praise the Lord. That is the area most of us don't want to go. We want to know Jesus as our healer. We want to know Jesus as our bread giver. We want to know Jesus who saves us, who can give us a new job, who can help us. Who, we want to know Jesus who can make us rich, who can make us prosper. But many of us don't want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. See, this is what Paul is saying, that we have to move from all those bases. You see, Paul called them the meek. It is, in, it is meek for the baby that is growing. And baby cannot depend on meek all the days of his life. Praise the Lord. Jesus can heal, deliver, save, provide. Paul is telling us those are basics. We have to move to that higher level. And one of the things is we must know him also in the fellowship of his suffering. We must know him in the fellowship of his suffering. A man of God was preaching and he said, pain is a teacher. He said, pain is a teacher. If you like walking uh, the way you like with style, if there is a pain on your leg, it is that pain who will determine how you will walk. It is that pain. You know, if you want to move fast, the pain will tell you sometimes, slow down. You know I am here. Slow down. You know I am here. You want to jump. The pain will tell you, you know, I, I am right there on your hip. Slow down. Pain is a teacher. And he went forth to say that there are godly pains and there are worldly pains. But if you don't accept the godly pains, then the worldly pain you must accept. And what did he call the godly pains? Those are the things you do that is not comfortable for you spiritually, like fasting. You know, so many people will say, oh, I, I cannot fast. Doctor say this, doctor say that. Yes, doctor have said it. You know, some people will say, no, I cannot stay awake in the night. If I stay awake in the night, this and this will happen. Yes, these are all the things that are not comfortable, which are the pain. That is why Jesus Christ said, my yoke are light. Amen. My yoke are light. These are the yoke that every child of God must be carrying. Otherwise, you begin to carry the yoke that is heavy. Come on to me, all ye that are heavily laden. Come on to me, I will give you rest. My yoke are what? Are light. Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say here is that we must move from that level 
of no, I don't need to do anything. Jesus has done it all. Yes, Jesus has done it all. There are responsibility as a child of God that you are supposed to participate. That is the level God wants us to move on to. Praise the Lord. Amen. God wants us to move to that level. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Praise hallelujah. the Lord. Also, in the book of Isaiah, we saw Isaiah from chapter 1. We saw Isaiah from chapter 1 to chapter 5. Isaiah was decreeing, was declaring the word of God, was telling people, you know, the visions, the vision that he has about God. That is to say, God has been revealing to Isaiah. Isaiah has been seeing the vision of God from Isaiah chapter 1 until he gets to Isaiah chapter 6. Praise the Lord. That is what I want us to understand. We must have been receiving, we must have been listening to the word of God for a long time. And in a particular day, the word of God will come to you that demand readjustment of your way of life. You are supposed to adjust. You are not supposed to refuse. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 6, in Isaiah chapter 6, the Bible makes us to understand that in the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the glory of the Lord. That is what I'm saying. You, you, like you, seeing the word of God as never before, convincing you as never before. Isaiah chapter 6 from verses uh, 5. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6 from verse... Uh, uh, okay, let me read from verse 1. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Then said I, that is in verse 5, then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of, of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips. For my eye have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Praise the Lord. You see, he was able to see himself that day that even the woe, woe, woe that he is calling upon others, there is also woe upon himself because he is a man of unclean lips. He is a man of unclean lips. He dwell among the people of unclean lips. And he took what the Lord provided, which is the coal of fire, in, in verse 6, in verse 6, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 6. Then flew one of the seraphim, then flew one of the seraphim unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongue from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this had touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin 
is purged. Praise the Lord. He accepted the solution to make his sleep to be clean. That is what God is telling so many of us. When the word of God comes, it presents prevent, uh, present a solution to that, to that uh, stagnancy in your life. But do you accept that uh, solution? Like Isaiah released himself and the fire touched his mouth. The fire did not only remove the unclean leaves, but the fire took away his iniquity. That is exactly what happens when we move from one stage of glory to another. A lot of things happen, which is more than what we think. And Isaiah could have been expecting that his unclean leaves be changed, but even with that, his iniquity was taken away. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What I'm trying to say here is Jesus is always expecting us to move to the next level. In the case of Isaiah, Isaiah has to move to the next level, the level of, the level of clean leaves, not the level of clean leaves which he has dwelt for so long. You and I have dwelt in a particular level of so long, maybe the level of bench warming, the level of uh, I, only, I only give two hours to God every Friday and the rest days is mine. I don't need to do anything spiritual. Maybe that is the level we are. Maybe the level we are is, uh, no, I don't want to, I'm a gentleman. I don't want to, I don't want to disturb another person. Because by going to preach the gospel or telling of Jesus to another person, I'm disturbing that person's privacy. Maybe that is the level you are, but God is telling you to move higher. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I also want to mention concerning the disciples of Jesus Christ. The disciple of Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Luke chapter 10, verse 20. The disciples were glad after they went out to preach the gospel because the demons bowed before them. But Jesus told them they should not rejoice because the demons bowed before them, but they should rejoice because their name is written in heaven. Praise the Lord. They should rejoice because their name is written in heaven. That is to say, they should move from that level they are and make sure that their name is written in heaven. Yes, actually, they went out to do the work of God. But as they are doing the work of God, they must make sure that their name is written in heaven. That they should make sure what matters most is they are doing the thing according to the will of God, such that it will not be said unto them on the last day that I know thee not. After all the miracles and the demon casting they have done, say rejoice because your name is written in heaven. Praise the Lord. Nicodemus came to Jesus 
and told Jesus that, what do I need to do to inherit the kingdom of God? Jesus, knowing that Nicodemus was a Pharisee, he knows the law, and probably he must have lived all his life under the law, obeying the law. He chipped him the level Nicodemus must go into. That is to say, Nicodemus must leave the physical and go into the spiritual. That was why he said, you must be born again. Except you are born of the spirit, you will remain of the flesh. You must be born again. You must be transformed by the spirit. That old self must be, must be taken away. You must, you must not allow the spirit to reborn you so that you can begin to grow in the spirit. So that was the level Jesus told uh, Nicodemus to move into. Yes, you have done all the, you have obeyed the 630 laws of Moses. Yes, that is not enough. You must now be transformed and begin to grow in the spirit. Praise the Lord. And begin to grow in the spirit. That is why he said, ye must be born again. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 But there are some also who could not who could not take this call for perfection. Jesus called so many, but there are some who could not take the call. That is, they they could not break themselves from that level of uh, Christianity of that level they are. And it was, they, they, they became sorrowful when Jesus told them. Like some of us today, each time that our pressure point is touched with the world, instead of making a change, we become sorrowful. Sometimes we don't want to hear. And that is what it leads to. When there is a particular aspect of your life that you don't want to move away from, which is not the will of God, if you stay too long in that position, you will begin to look for the kind of preaching that will tell you that position is good because you don't want to live there. Praise the Lord. In Matthew chapter 19, Matthew chapter 19, from verse 16 to 22. We just picked it. From verse 16 to 22. A man came to Jesus and said, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is not good but one, that is God. But if thou will enter into life, keep the commandment. He said unto him, which Jesus said, thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
the young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth. What like I yet? Praise the Lord. Jesus said unto him, If thou will be perfect, if thou will be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Praise the Lord. That was the next level of glory. That was the next level of glory. Jesus wants us to move higher to the next level of glory. To that man, that was the next level of glory. But in verse 22, but when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. He went away sorrowful because he does not want to change. He is comfortable with the level he is. He is comfortable with obeying the law. He is comfortable with uh, going to the temple as many times as possible. But he's not comfortable with this one. That is, sell all you have, give it to the poor, and follow me. He's not comfortable. Like so many of us are not comfortable with some demand of the word of God today. But there is a calling on you so that you will not be sorrowful like this man. It is time for you to accept the level God is taking you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is telling us to move to perfection. The Lord is telling us to move to perfection. He says we should move from the level of being a baby in the Lord to maturity by taking solid food of the world. Let us open our Bible to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principle of the oracles of God, and have become such as have need of meat and not of strong meat. The Lord is asking us to move to perfection, move from the state of being a baby, we should move to that level of being teachers. We should move to that level like Paul told us, I press so that I can reach the mark, forgetting the thing that are before, I mean the thing that are, uh, that are behind, reaching out for the things that are before. Praise the Lord. God is asking us to move to perfection in our faith. He's asking us to move to perfection in our faith. Mark chapter 9, verse 19. Mark chapter 9, verse 19. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. We know this story of the, of, of the boy that was, that was uh, 
uh, affected by the spirit of epilepsy, and the, the disciples could not heal the boy. But look at the remark of Jesus. He called them faithless generation. That is the faith they have is the baby faith which they are operating on. Not that they don't have faith, they have faith. But that faith, they ought to have moved up from that level of faith. Praise the Lord. And he called them faithless generation. God wants us to move to that faith, to that level of faith. It must, for Jesus to use this word, it must have come, it must have come to him by surprise that the disciples don't have the level of faith to heal this boy. So he called them faithless generation. Some other, some other versions even use words stronger than this, called pervert generations. He called them pervert generation, which means it is, it is not expected of them to be in, in this level of faith that they are not able to heal somebody with epilepsy. What I'm trying to say here is that Jesus expects us to grow, to move in the level of faith. And later he told them and said, this kind of a thing does not go except by prayer and fasting. That is to say, this kind of faith is developed by prayer and fasting. So we need to move our faith to perfection. Praise the Lord. Amen. Also, we need to move to the level that Jesus is the only thing that matters to us. Today, so many of us have one sorrow or the other because we have moved our concern away from Jesus and we have put them principally on so many other things. We have moved our concerns away from what matters to Jesus to, to what matters to us. So we should move to the level that all that matters to us is Jesus. All that matters to us is Jesus. In Romans chapter 8, verse 35, in verse 35 to 39, Romans chapter 8, from verse 35 to 39, he says, Paul says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. We are, we are accounted as sheep for slaughter. Praise the Lord. Paul is trying to make us understand we should remove our concern from all those things. Hunger, height, whatever 
that most of us put our mind today and let what matters in our life mostly be Jesus Christ. Let Jesus be the only thing. We should move to that level that the only thing that gives us concern is the thing about God. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. No wonder the Bible says in Matthew chapter in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and every other thing shall be added unto it. Let us move. Let us move to that level that is the, is the kingdom of God that matters to us. We must move to that level. That is what God is expecting us. Praise the Lord. In all that have been said, I also want us to make uh, some few notes on how we can move or grow into the perfection that God is expecting of us. God is expecting us to grow and expecting us to move into that perfection. Praise the Lord. Like Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 from verse 10. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 from verse 10. He says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Praise the Lord. One of the ways that I have penciled down here that will help us to grow into perfection is our desire to know Jesus more and more. You must desire, you must, you must have the desire to know Jesus in all ramification, not to know him as the bread giver only or as the healer, but you should know him to the extent of his death. Praise the Lord. You should know him even to the extent of the cross. Desire to know him more than you know him today. Desire to know him more than you know him before. Then when you do that, you are moving gradually to perfection. You are moving from one stage of glory to another. I'm very sure when you know him, you will desire to do what he has compelled you to do. Praise the Lord. Then in verse 11, verse 11 of that Philippians chapter 3, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I have already attained, and that we are already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. Amen. So from this verse, the next one that I want you to understand is that forgetting the, your, the thing of the past and reaching for the things that are forward. 
don't don't dwell on the on the old on the what I will call the past the past achievement. Don't dwell on that. Oh, I have done this for Christ before. I've done this in this past. Paul is saying that we should launch ahead. That is to say, we should launch ahead. We should not dwell in the past. Don't be satisfied with the level of knowledge of Jesus that you have now. Know him the more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In verse 13, where he made it very clear, said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. You have to forget those things which are behind. You have to forget those things which are behind. Some of us must have single-handedly built churches for God, built, uh, built, uh, built an edifice for God. And each time our, our hearts, we, we, we go to that, I did this for Christ. It is said to us today, forget those things. Praise the Lord. Move ahead and build more for Christ. Praise the Lord. Forgetting those ones that you have done. Move ahead. That is the call today. He said, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. He now said in verse 14, I press towards the mark of the price of high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That is to say, he is seeing the mark where he should get to. What is the mark before you today? Is the mark before you only to go to church and come back? Is that the only mark that is before you? What is the mark of the high calling that is upon you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The word of God used to remind me in those days and says, to you much is given, much is required. That is to say, don't compare yourself with others. You have been given a lot, so much will be required of you. So don't use the standard of others to compare yourself. You must move ahead. Let these things that are before be the one that you are stretching to get. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. In verse 15, it says, Let us therefore, as many as be perfect. That is to say, as many that desire to be perfect, which the Lord is calling us today. Be thus minded, and if anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. For you that is that is that wants to be perfect, everything he has said from verse 10, and from verse 10 to verse 14, he said, Be thus this minded. These are the things that you should mind. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Another thing that will help us to move to perfection is through our prayers. You desire that level. You desire that level. Maybe up to now, you know, there are some things spiritually the Bible have described and they are not manifesting in your life. 
And those things would have been helpful in the propagation of the gospel. But because of they are not manifesting in your life, it's also limiting how much you can do. For such things, you are supposed to pray. Praise the Lord. You are supposed to go to God in prayers. You are supposed to, to pray. Put this desire before the Lord and pray about it. Maybe you want to move, but you are not able because your flesh, I mean, your spirit is willing and your flesh is weak. You are to go to God in prayers. In Mark chapter 11, Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark 11, verse 24. It said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. When you pray, you desire. Those desire of yours that will make you move to the next level of perfection, God is saying you should put them in prayers. You should put them in prayers. Praise the Lord. The last one I want to talk about today is subjecting our flesh. This one is very big, but I will just make it brief. Subjecting our flesh by all spiritual means. By all spiritual means. You have to keep your flesh under control for you to be able to move to the next level. For you to be able to move to the next level. Praise the Lord. You have to keep your appetite under control. You have to keep your desires under control. You have to keep your, you have to keep your aspiration under control. Praise the Lord. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 27, chapter 9, sorry. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27 said, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a cast away, or I myself should be disqualified. We must keep our body under control. We must keep our thoughts under spiritual control. We must keep our desire, our appetite, under spiritual control if we want to move to the next level. Praise the Lord. If we want to move to the next level of perfection. The Lord told Abraham, walk before me and be perfect. Walk before me and be perfect. Praise the Lord. That is where he gave the benefits of being perfect before the Lord. Before the Lord. He said, walk before me and be perfect. Let somebody shout hallelujah. So walk hallelujah. before me and be perfect. And 
I will do what? I will have my covenant with you. I will have my covenant with you. In Genesis chapter 17, verses 1 and 2. In verse 2, he said, And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thee exceedingly. This is one of the benefits of being perfect with the Lord, of, or of moving into perfection. The covenant of God will be with you, and he will multiply you exceedingly. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Before we call it a day, I want you to talk to God. If you desire to move into perfection, if you move, desire to move away from this level, you are into Hida. As the Lord has said, come up Hida. I want you to talk to God. I want you to talk to God and say, Father, I want to move up Hida. I desire to move to perfection. My Father, I pray, let your grace be available to me. Give me your grace, O Lord, to move to perfection. Begin to talk to God. My Father, my God, I want to thank you for today, for your word that you have brought before us, that we should move to perfection. We should leave that level that, that, that we have been stagnated for long. We should move hither. I pray that you help us, Jehovah, to move to that next level in the name of Jesus. Help us to walk with you and be perfect. Thank you, Almighty Father. We give you all glory. Blessed be your name, O Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Over to you, Pastor Leslie.